0: Glad that you're with us here as we broadcast live from Starcast. Good Karma Wrestling, along with Brian Rowitz, Jonathan Hood, with you. Please be joined by the Blue Meanie. He is with us here. Hello. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank
1: you. Thank you for having me. As I was <laughs> a do a little meanie dance. <laughs> not, I think we all should do a meanie dance. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I think. I think it's <laughs> all in. It is. It's it's all in. Is. I want to talk to you about about your podcast first. Oh,
0: thank uh, you. The mind, the
1: mind of meanie. Mind of the Meaning. Okay. Uh, Drops every Monday wherever you get your favorite podcast. We talk about wrestling, music, movies, sports, and tons and tons of useless knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, I love, some, I've had friends who said, oh, I that's so many stories. Just do a podcast. <laughs> but I always, like, self conscious is like, how do I do it? What, what, what do I do? What do I talk about? What's the format? This, <laughs> that, and the other thing. And started it and uh, just got the ball's been going for like two years. Me and my co-host Adam Bernard, who uh, he's a he's a great host. He uh, he's been help, he helps guide me through you know, and uh, he he makes it possible.
0: It's something that in that podcast I really like. You talk about certain buildings that you have wrestled in. Yeah. So I want to talk to you about like the first time wrestling ECW Arena and like everything that you.
1: Everything we heard about it, but maybe you could tell us some things that we don't know about that building. Well, the crazy thing about the sub arena is I, w- s- I went there as a fan first. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you watch some of those old East Sub shows, I'm in the, the audience. And then uh, I went away to, to train with House Snow for a year. Mm-hmm. And when I came back, uh, I started doing ind- independent shows and I got uh, invited to be a part of uh, Raven's Flock. So the night I debut, uh, I'm sitting in a crowd as a fan, which is kind of cool because that's that's what I was doing originally. Mm-hmm. And then when Stevie uh, brought me over to guardrail, that was kind of like, it's very ceremonial for me going from being a fan to crossing over the barrier and becoming a member of ECW. But uh, the building, I mean... In the early days, it was just a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Philadelphia, we have this thing called the Mummers Parade. Uh, it's our New Year's. It's our Mardi Gras. And, uh, you know, every January 1st, we had the parade. And uh, the people who owned the sub were the, the South Philly Vikings. They were a Mummers Brigade, And they would always do uh, raffles. Midnight, and the whole thing where the bingo comes from is they would do midnight bingo to raise money to, you know, build floats. Uh, make outfits mm-hmm. everything that goes into that parade you know they were doing fundraising and building floats where like if you see some of those early shows where like steve austin's walk through the curtain he looks like a jungle was a parade float from the uh, the members parade wow so uh it's kind of cool to go into that into that building as a fan become a wrestler and just to see the evolution of that building uh, it's pretty cool because it went just from being a warehouse, and now it's a fully functional entertainment center. They do it now it's the twenty three hundred arena. They do uh, they do uh, wrestling, MMA, concerts, whatever you. Got, and they, they just build a full functioning bar. And I'm going. I just I'm doing a deal with them this football season where all Eagles home games. I'm going to go there and you can watch the Eagles football with the blue mini, mini. That's cool. So it's it, I literally live 10 minutes from there. I could walk there. Uh, so it's kind of cool to just be a, a kid from South Philly who got to become a, a professional wrestler. Not only did I debut for ECW in Philly, I debuted for WWE in Philly. I had my WrestleMania moment in Philly. So, it, like, if you did a, a movie about it, people are like, oh, that's too, <laughs> that's too corny. Yeah, that, that's not realistic. But
0: it happens. What's it like now looking back on ECW and seeing the way it's praised? And, you know, when it comes to AEW, we hear one of the positives like, oh, it's like an ECW locker room. What's that like from your
1: standpoint? It's, it's, it's cool, man. Because, uh, I mean, ECW uh, is still revered. It, it, it has its naysayers. Sorry. Oh, it damaged the be- – well, it didn't really damage the business. It's just – wrestling is a copycat business Uh, a lot of things we did in ECW were 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 done by people who had been in the business for a long time and knew how to use psychology with the violence and a lot of times you know uh we use the violent violence as the scissor reel to draw you into the building but on the undercard you see a tracy smothers you see a tommy rogers you see some really good technical wrestling but uh to hear you know people still talk about ECW we're here at Circus, people still talk about ECW ask questions about ECW it's very flattering because uh, you know it was only lasted 8-9 years mm-hmm. and you see all these other companies that have come and, and gone or, or are still around too and but you know people are always trying to make that comparison to ECW which is kind of cool but um yeah, AEW is great. Uh, I got to do a, a show for them in Philly uh, October two years ago. And the locker room, it was very cool, very welcoming. Had a great time. Uh, got to do some with Joey Janelle, and Crowbar. Uh, but yeah, just ECW was it was it was the Haley's comment of professional wrestling. It only shined for a little bit, but everybody who got to witness it in person were forever changed.
0: Well, look, Manny, I mean. The Honeymooners are 36 episodes and people still talk about it, right? Yeah. So 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 ECW will never die. In the, in the minds and hearts of people that's walking around here at Starcast because yeah. they love what they saw. It was just a it's going to not a 20,000 seat arena for a concert. Yeah. It's a, it's a small concert, but yeah. you had the damnedest time though. The greatest time.
1: Yeah. That that's the good thing about like the East Army Arena or the Elks Lodge in Queens the fans were white on top of you. Mm-hmm. And so you felt like you felt the energy, you know, and uh, when, you, when a building's that compact and tight, one person reacts and it sets off a chain reaction. Whereas if you're in a building that holds a couple thousand people and there's people spaced out, nobody wants to be the first person to <laughs> do a reaction. And then people go, Oh, look at this guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you pack them in like that, and, you know, break a couple of fire codes, but you know, just, uh, Different it built, times. It was okay then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, ECW Arena legally was supposed to have like twelve hundred, and we might have had like seventeen hundred. <laughs> so uh, but uh, I always say that ECW is like a family heirloom. You know, the people who saw it live passed it on to their kids, and they're hopefully those kids passed it on to their kids, and it's because. It's like to find China, you know, instead of a good place, oh, here's my ECW, I pass on to you, uh, take good care of it, you know. So,
0: the Eagles' window is wide open to be able to win multiple Super Bowls, hopefully. Okay, well, I mean, it's it's so the reason why I admire the Eagles, and I've talked about this on my, my sports shows, is like we see we have a young quarterback and Justin Fields, yes. and, and I say all the time, if he can get to where Jalen Hurts is going to be, yes. he's in great shape. Yeah, and yeah. so because he's of how, dangerous,
1: Justin Fields. He's good. Yeah.
0: He's good. Yeah, we we played you last year. Yeah. You guys weren't interested. <laughs> you won the game. You clearly weren't interested in playing us. Yeah. But, but you won the game. It was a tight one. But it's just like for us, we just didn't have enough talent to take on
1: your ball club. Well, yeah, the, the, the Chicago Bears, you know, handled Jalen pretty good too because I I I think because they have to practice against a Justin Fields <laughs> all the time. They were they're actually able to uh, 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 not tame them, but, like, yeah, uh, that, that game was a little bit rough for the yeah. Eagles. And that's the, the the game where Jalen uh, hurt his shoulder, and he, he was out for, the, like, the next two weeks. But, uh, no, the, the, I think the Bears are uh, on the upswing. You know, they they, they got <clears throat> good talent. Uh, Justin Fields is great. Uh, but for the Philadelphia Eagles, for, as a fan like myself, who's been through those lean years, yeah. Uh, to have like two number one quality receivers and they did really good in the draft and we have a good GM and, and uh, oh, yeah. I think they still have some tricks up their sleeves until, um, until uh, opening day so we'll see what happens uh, I'm, very, I'm just very happy with the organization I got to go to a training camp over the summer, that was pretty cool I'm going to the uh, Eagles Patriots season opener oh wow so yeah, I have a friend up in New England who was able to uh, score some tickets. So uh, I'm very excited for. I love football, but I hate that it makes my summer go by too quick because I'm a summer person. Yeah. So I love I love summer. I love when the sun's out till eight o'clock. But I love football too. You know. But we'll see what happens. You know. I'm a I'm a sports junkie. I love. Uh, you know, like, I love the NFL. I love Major League Baseball. The Sixers are making it hard to uh, <laughs> are making it hard to, to follow them yeah. with the whole uh, Harden drama. But mm-hmm. uh, and the Flyers, uh, I think the uh, the, union, the uh, soccer team is surpassed the, the Philadelphia Flyers wow. in Philadelphia. So, and, but. Going back to ECW, back in the day, ECW was like the fifth sports team, Yeah, yeah it was. And I was their Philly fanatic, you know. Just, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like it's uh, Eagles, Phillies, Flyers, Sixers, ECW.
0: You're out here at Star from Ultra Pro Wrestling talking about social media. What can fans expect from Ultra Pro Wrestling?
1: Ultra Pro Wrestling is going to be amazing. Uh, if you're an old school gamer like myself who loved No Mercy, WrestleMania 2000, WCW Revenge, it's uh, inspired by that, uh, but the cool thing about this company is uh, they're building the engine from scratch, and it's going to look a little bit more streamlined, but still have that feel of those games where you know, there's a strong grapple, there's a weak grapple, there's a strong whip, there's a light whip, you know, and build up into uh, you know hopefully get your uh, finishing move in. Mm-hmm. But there'll be like a storyline mode, creative mode. Uh, Hal Haney who's an amazing artist designed all the original wrestlers that are in the game those are his creations but also they're going to have downloadable content of Blue Meanie, Arn Anderson Demolition and then I like they, they got Demolition but they also have their alter egos of Mass Superstar Crusher Khrushchev yeah uh and they got uh, they got Canyon. Not only did he get Canyon, but they got his alter ego Mortis. So there's a lot of uh, guys who are unfortunately no longer with us, but the families want the legacies to live on. There's Mortis, Chris Candido, Louis Piccoli that we were able to uh, get in the game. And there's plenty of other uh, wrestlers who are going to be in the game that I don't want to spoil yet. But some people have, who have never been in a video game before are going to be in ultra pro wrestling.
0: This is you giving back to to wrestling. Is there anything else that you'd want to do? You you've been a performer. You're doing this. You're always at these shows. Yeah. What else would you like to do before uh, you're t- totally done with this?
1: Oh, uh, well, I always like to be a producer, coach. You know, I've I've coached. I have a couple kids out there I've coached. Uh, I've I coached uh, Steve Macklin from mm-hmm. uh, from Impact. Impact he's on one on of my team. kids. Matt, Matt Riddle's one of my kids. Damian Priest is one of my kids. Ian Riccoboni, who does play by play for uh, Ring of Honor now, he's one of my kids. Uh, Nick Camarado. Oh, there's a I got a, a, a good batch of uh, and not that I get in the ring and roll around, but I like to do the more mental aspect of the business because. Uh, you could be the you can have all the gifts physically in the ring but wrestling is a mental business and to be able to know what to do when to do it why to do it how to do it in the ring but then also navigate the behind the scenes stuff too because you know it's the uh, race wrestling's the craziest business and i've heard all the stories from some of the best of like things they did wrong and there's plenty of stuff I did wrong. If I could pass that knowledge on to a future generation, I'm trying to help whoever wants to listen, you could tell, you could talk all you want, but people have to be willing to listen and taking that knowledge and carry it
0: forward. What is your favorite part as a fan now watching pro wrestling?
1: Just, uh, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan, man. Uh, I just watched the Wembley show not too long ago. It's fantastic. Crazy. A uh, few
0: more people in the arena.
1: I'm sorry? A few more people in the ECW arena. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit, a little bit. But uh, it was cool to, uh, it's, it's, I could sit there and watch from... A technical standpoint of being a wrestler and then I can, you know, take that hat off and put my fan hat on and just and just watch. And just watch it for what it is. And you know, AEW's doing great, WWE's doing great, impact's doing great, Ring of Honor's doing great. The only thing I I wish is the the tribalism of professional wrestling would just, just die down because it's cool to like AEW and you can like WWE yep. it, liking something more than somebody else doesn't make you better or worse <laughs> the worst thing you could do as a wrestling fan base is have infighting because no matter who you like or what you do people on the outside of wrestling think we're all goofy for liking <laughs> wrestling in the first place so mm-hmm. why are we fighting each other when the wrestling world thinks whatever we can just you know If we all put our online personas and stop the bickering and get together and actually help promote the business as fans, the wrestling business can only flourish.
0: The reason why that that is true, what you said, is because we both grew up in that era where it's ECW, WWE, and WCW. And I remember going to all three of those shows in the Chicagoland area or in the Midwest, there was never someone that came up to me. was like, "You're a WCW fan? I'll whoop your ass!" Like, like, no. It was, we all like wrestling for what it is, yeah. and like, and support the you know, yep. support the business. Right. There was never someone that came up to me. was like, if you're a WCW guy, I'm an ECW guy. Let's fight. Right, but right. It was, You know, that was it. Never happened that way.
1: And it, like, I grew up diehard everything. And it wasn't until I got around to the guys who read the like newsletters that were like, that's when I started hearing anti-WWE stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's cartoon, they're killing the business. And it's like, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> it's professional wrestling. It's its its own thing. That's what's beautiful about it. it it's got its own boundary. It could do this, and if you want to do something else, you could create a whole other boundary. It's... it's it's live action TV, but it's also Broadway plays. You know, you can go to the TV show and, and watch it on television, but you can go to a house show and uh, it's a Broadway play, you know. But pro wrestling is what it always will be and it'll always will evolve. You know, uh, people think, you know, it's. People are always trying to reinvent pro wrestling, but the the key of pro wrestling is two guys in a ring, one's trying to win and make more money than the, the other guy. That's how how it should be approached, you know, and you know, two guys go into a ring, maybe they start off as baby faces, one gets frustrated and shows it you know, shows his emotions and does heelish things, you know, just as long as you tell the story of who you are why you, why you want to win? How you're going to win? And uh, you respect your opponent, but I respect you. But here's why I think I'm better. Kind of thing, you know. That's that's the beauty of pro wrestling, you know. And it'll never change. It's it's been around forever. And uh, the the more things change, the more they stay the same. So tell us about uh... oh, yeah,
0: uh, Ultra Pro Wrestling social media you said available on all gaming platforms that's got pr- to be pretty exciting yeah
1: wherever you get your uh, favorite video games uh, Ultra Pro Wrestling it'll be out in late 2024 uh, you can follow them on social media uh, just look follow me on social media I'm always <laughs> plugging them uh, UPW Game I believe on uh, Twitter I'm still going to call it Twitter <laughs> uh, yeah they're, all, they're on all the, the social media platforms uh, they got a Patreon where you can get exclusive updates and stuff like that, but UltraProWrestling.com. Go, go check it out. Check out the trailer that we've been playing all weekend. If you're an old school gamer like me, you're going to love it.
0: Glad you stopped by the table, Mike. Well, th-
1: I'm glad you invited me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> fly eagles, fly. Yeah. Go birds. <laughs>